0: Welcome to the show. This is uh, Fifth Street Soccer here on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. I'm Nick Gieber along with my co-host Nick Webster. And we have our first show just before we get to the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Nick, uh, we've got an interesting show today. We're going to do a bit of World Cup and we're going to do a bit of uh, transfer news around the world of football as we get ready for the big show.
1: The world of football simply never stops, Mr. Gieber. Not only the Champions League just flew by a, a week ago, and, and now we're into the, the big daddy of them all. And I can see there you are, sitting outside the Luzhniki Stadium in Mother Russia. How did you get there so quickly? I thought you lived in Vegas.
0: Well, Nick, it's uh, once the Golden Knights uh, lost the, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, I decided there was no reason to remain in Vegas and celebrate, and that I would just take that opportunity and hop on a fast transport plane, to Russia. Have three or four uh, bottles of vodka and be right here at the stadium ready to go. Surprising. I can see straight. Uh, We do have a lot to get to today. By the way, Nick and I are doing a full World Cup preview. All 32 teams, all eight groups. We're going to go down the favorites. We're going to go down our picks, our dark horses. We're going to go and show you where there's some real quality betting value. Uh, And you can find all that at fistreesports.com. So make sure you go there and look at it. Uh, in the meantime, this show is uh, brought to you uh, by BetAnySports.eu, where you can sign up right now. Get $1,000, uh, get a 50% bonus on your money up to $1,000, which is quite spectacular, quite frankly. There's no other way to put that. And, of course, uh, a big hello to our men and women in uniform listening to this show on American Forces. You can find us on Twitter at uh, uh Street Sports. Think about that. I'm tripping all over myself. And at Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fist Street Sports Talk. And, of course, online at Fist Street Sports. Nick, I think that's all the housekeeping, isn't it?
1: I, I hope so, Nick. And, uh, I mean, if you keep tripping over stuff, I'm going to have to, like, kick you off the set and jump in the hot seat myself.
0: <laughs> hey, anytime, Nick. The uh, the invitation is always here. I'm always happy to do that. Right, when we come back, folks, we're going to take a look at some of the moves, uh, player personnel moves around the world of global football as we get ready for the World Cup. So you want to hear about that, because a lot of what we're talking about might actually affect what happens at the World Cup. Then, of course, we'll be getting into our picks and looking at the favorites. Don't go anywhere. This is Fifth Street Soccer on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. I'm Nick Eastnick. You're you. And we'll be right back.
2: When you need Bug Bite Relief.
3: Ow! Ow! What? Ow!
4: Yikes!
2: Stepped in an ant bed relief.
3: Hmm, what a pretty plant. Wait, what's that?
2: Poison Ivy Relief. You need the power of Gold Bond Relief. Gold Bond Rapid Relief Cream has twice the medicines of hydrocortisone formulas to fight itch and relieve minor pain. Plus, vitamin E and aloe to help soothe skin fast. Gold Bond Relief starts now. Use as directed.
4: Shop Lowe's to find great deals for dad on trusted power tools just in time for Father's Day. Help him knock out his to-do list with the long run time of a DeWalt 20-volt cordless drill with brushless motor, now $99. Or get him a Porter Cable 2-Tool 20-Volt Max Lithium-Ion Combo Kit with a drill and impact driver, also now $99. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 620, while supplies last. See store for details.
5: be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's
2: 800-754-4531. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491.
0: Welcome back to the show for Street Soccer Sports byline SB Nation Radio. Nick Gieber and Nick Webster. Um, always great to be with you as we are each and every Friday from uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, and then again later on in the evening. In case you didn't get enough of us the first time around, uh, Nick. A lot going on in the world of football. So before we get ready for our World Cup kickoff, uh, I'd like to uh, let's let's talk about some uh, some hot stories right now floating around the world of football. Let's start, shall we, with the current uh, European champions, Real Madrid, although it makes me ill to say that. Uh, Zidane gone, and that had more to do apparently with issues in uh, dealing with ownership at uh, Madrid management, getting uh, respect going two ways apparently, all sorts of stuff that we will find out about that eventually. Uh, But he is gone. Who do you see taking over? A number of names have been mentioned, and I know they're particularly hot for Mauricio Pochettino. Do you see this as for Pochettino? or maybe a resting home for Arsene Wenger. How do you see it, Nick?
1: <laughs> well, I see Pochettino's just signed a new five-year deal at Spurs and I, I, I really can't see the Argentine bailing out uh, just as, you know, the ink's drying on the paper. Uh, Spurs have got the new stadium to move into uh, and I, I think there's a really exciting project there for Pochettino. Now, there was rumours going around that he did have a bailout clause should Madrid come, uh, come and look for him. Um, but I, I think it may be a little bit too early for Pochettino. I think he's got some unfinished business at Spurs, and and Spurs would want a lot of compensation money. Uh, and then, of course, there is a, well, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. Arsene Wenger. And, and in all honesty, uh, you know, I've spoken to a few people about that, and they're like, no, nah, Wenger's passed it. I could actually see Wenger being the perfect stopgap until Pochettino makes himself available. Give Arsene Wenger the job for a year or two. Listen, he is a manager of vast experience. Just because he hasn't won anything at Arsenal doesn't mean that he can't take over the Galacticos and bring more silverware in that direction. So, uh, you know, according to the bookies, Wenger, I think he's like the third favorite for the job. I actually wouldn't be surprised to see Wenger rolling up at the Bernabeu, though.
0: Yeah, it seems to me. I mean, they have a, uh, they have a great squad. Uh, they've probably got another couple of years on that squad before they have to start really pulling it apart and rebuilding it, which they do so well. Uh, and I think it's almost, uh, you know, smooth sailing, calm seas. Wenger's the perfect captain, uh, just to keep the ship going the way it's going. We know he can play lovely football because uh, he has done that uh, at times at Arsenal. And I think uh, we, I'm with you, Nick. I think he's a really good solution while they uh, sniff around and see what managers are available over the next uh, 24. Uh, 12 to 24 months so I'm with you I wouldn't be surprised to see Arsene Wenger landing in that role and of course there's no buyout clause of him and uh, he can be had for a very nice collection of uh, nice <laughs> cellar of French wine uh, all right let's talk about the uh, hot news coming out today it's being reported that Manu are uh, thinking about offloading the guy I think is currently the best keeper in the world David De Gea to Real Madrid Nick I don't know if you've seen this rumor uh, as part of a player swap have you heard this rumour, and what do you think about this one?
1: Well, I mean, David De Gea has been itching for a move to Real for about the last three years, and I think uh, Mourinho's done a very masterful job of persuading him to remain at Old Trafford. But once again, I think there's some small print in the in the contract. David De Gea will be off to Madrid, but what, what I see actually happening is they will get a lot of money for him. I mean, we're, we're talking... The world record for a transfer fee for a goalkeeper will be smashed beyond sight. Yeah. Gigi Buffon incredibly still holds that record when he was transferred to Juventus for something like 30 million pounds way back in the 2000s. Um, David De Gea is going to go for something in the region of 60 million pounds. And that's going to that is going to fund the Antonio Griezmann to Old Trafford transfer, which uh, right. I predict will happen after the World Cup.
0: Are you predicting Griezmann or are you predicting Bale? Because lots of discussion about Bale wanting to moved out. He's not getting the hours playing time he wants. Or well, I,
1: I think, you know, for for Gareth Bale to go to Manchester United, uh, it's, I, I'm not sure he's, he's going to thrive under Jose Mourinho um, because Bale's, you know, he, he, he wants that license to really be a, a flair kind of player. When we look at Griezmann, yes, wonderful talent, produces stuff on the pitch that really is, is, is breathtaking. But he's played under Diego Simeone for the last five yeah. years. Simeone it's is co- the prototype of Mourinho. You have yeah. to play Simeone's way. You can't, you can't do what you want on that Atletico Madrid team. You've got to play to a system. And that's why I see Griezmann slotting into Manchester United very well.
0: Yeah, interesting analysis there, Nick. I think I would be inclined to agree with you. Uh, where do you think but Gareth Bale goes? Because I can't see him staying at Madrid. Oh, obviously, it's going to depend on who the new manager is. I would be inclined to say if Arsene Wenger comes in, Bale stays. But if it's some yeah. other continental manager that wants to bring in his own suite of uh, Z people, that uh, I can see Gareth Bale leaving.
1: Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, I think I think Wenger would bring out actually the, the best in Gareth Bale. Um because Wenger's been involved in English football for the last 25 years, and yep. he'll have a better understanding of, of Bale's mentality. And, and to your point, I think if a, if a, if a big foreign manager comes into to Madrid, then Bale will be out, and, then, and the likely destination, of course, is a return to England. But should United get Griezmann, I think that leaves Bale out in the cold, and uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him roll up back at Tottenham.
0: Really, you don't think that maybe Abramovich is going to have to do something to uh, prop up Chelsea a little bit, other than a new manager?
1: Well, this this uh, Antonio Conte situation at Stamford Bridge is is really quite befuddling. He's still the manager there. I know. I know. Um, he he won the FA Cup three weeks ago. Is he really going anywhere? And if he is going somewhere, who's who's going to take him? I mean, uh, in in terms of uh, jobs. You know, the only job out there that would seem to fit Antonio Conte's resume is the Real Madrid Madrid, job. But I I, I just don't see him being the kind of manager that Real Madrid would uh, take to because, you know, he he is a little bit conservative. Um, You know, I think with the the drama surrounding Roman Abramovich, his inability to get a visa uh, back into England... Um, I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if Antonio Conte ended up staying another season at Stamford Bridge.
0: Yeah, maybe Conte stays and the owner goes. Uh, very possible, <laughs> Abramovich divests. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, although that's just pure speculation. I have absolutely no uh, no knowledge of that either way. Uh, so if um, if De Gea goes to Madrid, what about Navas? Any chance he can go to Liverpool?
1: Well, I think... You know Liverpool have made it widely known that uh, you know Karius is probably not going to be returning to Anfield because of a number of factors, namely the amount of abuse he's going to yeah. take on the road next season. Yeah. Right. Um, the interesting thing for 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 Liverpool though is that because the, their need for a goalkeeper is is so extreme and so public, they are going to get their trousers just pulled down on this one. Now, Kayla Navis, I think, is a is a great goalkeeper. Being mag- magnificent for Real Madrid, absolutely sensational for Costa Rica over the last four years, and yeah. one of the big reasons why the Ticos are going to uh, be at the World Cup. Um, will Jurgen Klopp be prepared to spend 40, 50 million pounds on Navas? I think he would, because all of a sudden now the Liverpool owners, the Henrys, are deciding to you know splash the cash and and give Jurgen Klopp what he wants. And, and in all honesty, Klopp's rewarded them with a, with a fantastic team that has taken them to the final of the Champions League.
0: And speaking of splashing the cash at Liverpool, they've had three, or shall we say, two and a half excellent signings so far. Of course, Naby Keita's on his way this season. Uh, Fabinho um, has been signed. He's supposedly a terrific player. You'll see him at the World Cup. Uh, and, um, and Fekir uh, coming in from Lyon, That is, they want to get that wrapped up before the World Cup starts. I mean, other than the fact that the fans are going to have all sorts of wonderful songs to sing uh, about Mr. Fekir... Uh, You can use your imagination. Uh, It's really been quite a a lot of signings already for Liverpool. They do need a goalkeeper, I think, and we will see what happens. So uh, the transfer market getting hot and heavy. Uh, Lastly, Nick, very quickly, talk about new money. West Ham signing uh, midfielder Felipe for 44 million from Lazio. Good Lord, West Ham with 44 million.
1: I don't know where they stole that from. Maybe the Golds (laughs) must have sold sold a magazine or two, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, great stuff going on, lots of transfers. Uh, we're going to continue monitoring the transfer market as the window is open or opens and remains open uh, throughout the uh, silly season, as we call it. And, of course, there's no season sillier than the World Cup, and that's where we are, folks. When we come back after these messages, we're going to get into it. We're going to start looking at the World Cup favorites, and we'll take a brief look at the groups, and so we'll give you some of our picks. So don't go anywhere. Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline USA. SB Nation Radio, American Forces, iHeart. Uh, tune in. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're currently streaming a video on Facebook. Nick and Nick. We'll be right back off.
3: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California.
4: Love daily fantasy, but tired of being stuck on the sidelines? We have some great news. Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV, compete against other sports fans, and if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. Winview Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation, and it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. Winview also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called The Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. Winview Games. When the game is on, it's on.
0: All right, we're back. We're back on Fifth Street Soccer here on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. Um, Gosh, the World Cup is about to kick off. So in keeping with that, Nick, I thought it's about time we did a little bit of World Cup prognostication. You're up for it.
1: I'm always up for a bit of uh, prognostication, but it does sound like a very painful procedure.
0: It does. I just You don't go to the proctologist and ask if the prognostication is happening tomorrow. You say, no, thank you. All right, like uh, let's look at uh, the groups, shall we, Nick? Well, that, before you we look at the groups, let's just look at this. Uh, by the way, the odds we're talking about are courtesy of BetAnySports.eu. If you go there right now, by the way, now's a great time to put your World Cup futures bets down. Uh, low juice at BetAnySports.eu, And if you put your bet down now and use the affiliate code Fifth Street, you can actually get a 50% bonus on your entire deposit up to an entire 1,000 smackeroonies. That's $1,000. It's a lot of money. Uh, it's certainly more than you and I make here at Fifth Street Sports, Nick. Uh, we might make that in 1,000 years, but uh, there you go. All right, let's take a look at our favorites, courtesy of sports.eu Nick, I'm very surprised. Uh, Brazil, currently the favorites, are plus 425. Uh, with Germany oh, very close, admittedly, behind in number two at 465, you know, both of these teams, obviously perennial powerhouses, both teams just absolutely waltz through qualifying. I think Germany was 10-10 and 10 and scored the most goals ever in European qualifying. Uh, Brazil, I don't think, lost a game in Brazil qualifying. Uh, the question for me on Brazil is how fit is Neymar after he comes back from his injury? Uh, he is a critical part of this team. Uh, but are you surprised at Brazil, the current favorite over Germany?
1: No, not at all. I think there's some uh, unfinished business with this Brazilian squad, many of whom were part of the debacle in 2014 where they got absolutely trounced by the German 7-1 in that semi-final, never to be forgotten. Uh, You know, people talk about Neymar, but I don't think Brazil are a complete one-trick pony. However, that being said, if Neymar, who should be fully rested, comes back into any kind of form and you know he scored a banger just uh, last week uh so he does look like he's in pretty good form i th- i think they will be very hard to handle and and then, and then of course the the perennial machine das Mannschaft. i mean if if they're not in the semi-finals it's almost a uh, cause of a national outcry and when you can have the squad that has the strength and depth to leave out Leroy sana who is yeah. perhaps one of the most exciting <laughs> players in world football. Yeah. And he doesn't even make, I mean, I, I understand not making the start in 11, but he's not even made the squad. And so that leads me to believe that Germany is feeling very, very confident. And as I just mentioned, they are the ultimate tournament uh, team. And that's why those two teams are currently the favourites, and, and rightly so.
0: Yeah, and how much of a leader on the, on the pitch does, is Tony Cruz? I mean, you know, obviously he's a great player, but it's, he's, he's offering the German national team the Mannschaft, which sounds like something you don't want to prognosticate at the, uh, at the proctologist either, I might add. Uh, he is really, uh, seems like he's uh, adding a lot more to the team than just his incredible play.
1: Well, it's not only Tony Cruz, who I think is one of the preeminent midfielders in world football right now. They're getting back Manuel Neuer, who without a doubt over the last four years has been the best goalkeeper in the world, perhaps only pushed closely by David De Gea. And when Neuer is in goal, he adds such an extra dimension to this German team. It's like they're playing with 11 outfield players plus Manuel Neuer. So uh, it, it just, it just gives this German team so many more options, especially playing out of the back. And Neuer has this ability to hit the 50 yard, 60 yard balls to feet up the field. So, Uh, Germany looking very, very strong as usual.
0: All right, Nick. Number three on this list is Spain at plus 605. Uh, You know, for me, I'm still not sold on this Spanish team. Maybe it's my personal flavors of club football that I like or don't like, but but I'm not sold on this Spanish team. I don't see them as a, as, as number three at plus 605. I'd be much happier with France uh, in that position. I think France is a much more talented squad. For me, Spain, I don't know. Do, do you think they're going to make a deep run this year?
1: Well, Spain have so much veteran experience. I mean, this, this is the team, the country that won the World Cup in 2010 in South Africa. Uh, Iniesta scoring the, the only goal in that final against Holland. And Iniesta's back for his last World Cup. And, and in fact, there's quite a few Spanish players that will be, this will be their last merry-go-round. When we look at the makeup of uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid, two obviously are the best club sides in the world, just stacked full of Spanish internationals. My question here is, will Spain be a little bit fatigued? Because yeah. a lot of these players That's have the played point. something like 66 to 70 games this year. And, uh, you know, it's always been the knock on the English players. Right. Too many games by the time the World Cup rolls around they're absolutely knackered. I think this could happen to Spain. Right. It certainly happened in 2014 when they got demolished by the Dutch and bounced out in the first round. But I, th- I, th- I think the experience in the squad will see them make a deep run, but they're not going to win it this time.
0: Well, I mean, if they win, it's likely they're going to face Argentina in the quarterfinals if one, if one assumes Argentina are going to come out, um, are gonna come out uh, top of uh, their group and then, the, and then possibly beat the uh, runners-up runners of, uh, um, I'd have to look at what the group that they're going to beat the runners-up on. But uh, it looks like it could set up a possible Spain-Argentina quarterfinal. But, you know, Nick, for me, I'm not sure Spain are going to come out on top of that group. I, I'm with you. I think this is a slightly older team. It's a veteran team. Uh, these players have played a lot of minutes over the course of the last year. because uh, Obviously, vast majority of them do play in Spain. Uh, and so, for me, I actually think that uh, it's very possible Portugal could come out top of this group. Uh, because and again, Portugal aren't even in the top seven of Oldsmaker's favourites. Nick, this is the team that won the Euros.
1: Yes, well, obviously, as as Cristiano Ronaldo goes, so do Portugal. And and once again, I you know, it's it's very interesting that this this World Cup is almost like the swan song for the for the two greatest players. Yeah. Over the last 10, 12 years, namely you know Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo and you you can't help but think they've got something left in the tank for this, this last this last big push on Everest um, I, you know obviously the, the Portugal Spain game in the group stage will go a long way to deciding who tops the group um, you know should, should they both fill their boots against uh, Morocco and Iran then uh, I think it will make for an interesting matchup. I don't think Portugal, though, have the strength in depth to beat Spain. And uh, I fully expect Spain to top the group.
0: All right. Interesting. Interesting stuff. All right. Number four, Nick, a team. I can't believe France are currently number four, plus 645. Folks, if you have a little money and want to take a nice bet at plus 645, I put it on France, Nick. I mean, there's any team that's capable of winning it. This team is young. It's loaded top to bottom with talent. They're exciting. They've got an exceptionally experienced manager. They've got a sense of purpose. I personally think France are the team that could really, really pull some surprises this World Cup.
1: Yeah, for a a medium shot to win the World Cup, I think France is excellent value. And the reason for saying that is, I think in 2016, when they got to the final, admittedly, Euros were, were on French soil, but still getting to the final was a major achievement. The fact that they choked in the final leads me to believe that that experience is going to be the catalyst for them to really turn things around. And in that big moment, have the confidence to look back and say, OK, we've been here. We know what it feels like. And now we've got the maturity. And, and, it, and it's funny, we say maturity because some of their stars and Bapis just 19 years of age. But he's been a superstar for the last three, four years. So I think this this French squad, if they can play without any fear, and a lot of that's going to be down to Didier Deschamps. How does he settle down this squad in the big moments? But Deschamps has the experience. He's lifted the World Bloody Cup as captain of France. I really feel like this French team, if they get on a roll, Nick, they will be very, very hard to stop. Now, obviously, when you get into the knockout rounds, uh, you know it's i don't want to say all bets are off but if if they come up against a wily team if they come up against a a spain or an argentina they could possibly get turned over yeah but i think if if they, if if they're playing someone like a germany or a brazil i'd actually fancy the french team to go out there and win
0: well i think from an age perspective this french team is is got one of the lowest average ages of the some of the top teams that we're talking about here by the way england is the youngest you might be surprised to know um The weather situation in Russia is sort of all across the board because it's such a massive country. And, of course, everybody drinks a lot of vodka, so no one's sure exactly what the weather is where you are. But I'm wondering if it's hot and humid, you know, which which teams that's likely going to affect more. I I would say hot, humid weather is going to play badly for the Spaniards who are a little older, a little bit more tired. Uh, But a team like France, I think, could see them playing through that. I really, really, really like this team, Nick. I, I, this is not going to be a fun, exciting team to watch. And you're going to get to see some players who have a point to make, uh, like a certain Paul Pogba.
1: <laughs> yeah, Paul Pogba's had a very rough year with uh, Manchester United uh, under the shackles of Jose Mourinho. And, I, and I, what, what, what I like about Pogba playing for France is Didier Deschamps takes the handcuffs off and says, go out there and do what you do best. And watching Pogba for France is a completely different player to watching Pogba for Manchester United. And to your point, he's had a very disappointing year. I think this is Paul Pogba's chance to get on the world stage and say to everybody, you know what? I am a brilliant player. Well,
0: well, Nick, think about what that's going to give him in terms of uh, leverage when he gets back to Old Trafford. If he has an incredible... Uh, World Cup and performs beyond everybody's wildest expectations it's going to give him a lot of leverage in doing what Mourinho doesn't like which is having players dictate to him how much playing time they get and, and or if they stay if he has an enormous World Cup the pressure's going to be on Mourinho to let let him loose let him do what he does and if not uh, his value will never be higher and Mourinho may be forced to offload him. So it's going to be very interesting to see, of course, talk about gambling. There is all sorts of gambling that goes on with the guys that decide who buys, which players they buy, and which players they sell uh, because the World Cup has such an effect. And, of course, we haven't even talked about sort of catastrophic and difficult injuries that players, uh, unfortunately, can, uh, uh, can come across at the World Cup and how that affects their value. All right, when we come back, we're going to look at Argentina, Belgium, England. Have a little bit of discussion about the knockout stages and uh, generally have a nice chinwag. This is 5th Street Soccer. I'm Nick Eber. He's Nick Webster. You're listening to us on the Sports Byline SB Nation radio networks. We'll be right back.
6: Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos.
4: You can't predict when a pipe will burst, but when one does, you'll have quite a mess on your hands. So today, I'll show
6: you how to prep for water damage by covering everything you own in plastic wrap. All you need is a lot of
4: patience and 15,000 feet of plastic wrap. Now let's get started.
6: You could try to protect your stuff by covering it in plastic wrap, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be.
4: I'm Ryan Burke. I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard, and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. It's a really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance. For any occasion, it's a really refreshing drink. Angry
6: Orchard Cider Company, welcome you. Drink this night.
4: Clean away dirt and grime and bring back your vehicle shine with Mother's California Gold Wash & Wax. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a gallon of Mother's California Gold Wash & Wax for $4.99. Clean, shine, and protect your vehicle with Mother's California Gold Wash & Wax at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details.
6: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat. The buying toner for the copy machine hat. The sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire
0: And we are back on Street Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, Nick Eber and Nick Webster. It is that time. It is that World Cup time. And by the way, this is a great time to go open your account right now at Uh Head on down to benedysports.eu. And if you sign up now and use affiliate code Fifth Street, you will get a 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. Uh, by the way, big hello to everybody listening to us on the affiliate stations of the Sports Byline SP Nation radio networks, as well as our men and women in uniform listening on American Forces. Uh, and if you're watching us on Facebook Live at Fifth Street Sports Talk, or you're watching us on YouTube, which you can find through our Website at Fifth Street Sports. We hope you're enjoying the show. We're with you every Friday uh, from 1 p.m. Pacific, that's 4 p.m. Eastern, and then again a little later on in the afternoon. Uh, right, let's get back to it, Nick Webster. We talked a lot about France. We waxed poetical about them. We talked up their greatness and their grandeur. We gave you uh, the notion that this was our uh, potential alternate pick with a nice plus six forty-five about it. But what about Argentina at plus eight ninety-five, Nick? Is this Lionel Messi's? Uh, swan song and the global stage this is his shot to win it do you think there's enough in this team to make it happen well the
1: bookies have them uh sixth favorite for a reason uh and they're a little bit long in the tooth and unfortunately just lost lanzini today which is a huge blow not only to argentina but to west ham united yeah done his acl in training so he will miss the world cup so you know once again, heaps more pressure on Lionel Messi. And and I think that's really why Argentina won't win the World Cup because every time it comes around, the amount of responsibility thrust on Messi's shoulders, I mean, it's ridiculous. And we saw it in 2010, certainly in 2014. And once again, here we go, eight years later, and they're still throwing the entire responsibility of the team on his shoulders. Lionel Messi greatest player there's probably ever been nope. but he's no diego maradona and the that's, reason why
0: thank you nick that's yeah. exactly the point i was going to make go ahead finish your finish your thought and then i'll add mine
1: well Mar- maradona uh an evil twisted genius but he had the personality where he didn't give an f about anything and so he could handle that responsibility Messi, I think Messi's too cerebral, you yeah. know he takes he takes things to heart. Maradona didn't give a shit
0: yeah. okay, all right, fair enough, Nick uh, I want to tell you why there's a difference on him first of all, look at the team that uh that Lionel Messi has around him at, at Argentina. Compare it to the World Cup winning teams that Argentina had now they were good teams, don't get me wrong, the uh, Maradona teams but they were not great teams. The thing that made them great was the man himself, which is exactly what he did when he got to Napoli. That was not a great team, and he turned them into Scudetto winners year over year. Uh, one player, it's so rare in this sport that one player can just by himself completely change a team. Diego Maradona did that with Argentina. Whether you think he's an evil genius or a cheat or a weird guy or a shaman or a drug dealer or what have you, whatever your thoughts of Diego Maradona, for my money, Pound for pound, pound for pound, he's the best player ever to play the game. Having said that, that right there is the problem that the Argentine national team have. With key talent like Sergio Aguero and Gonzalo Higuaín, you know, those are players that don't do anything for the national team. I mean, surprisingly enough, uh, Dario Bendetto, Benedetto, who's a striker with Boca Juniors, is likely to be starting for the Argentine national team. So this is the problem, Nick, is they just they just don't get it done wearing the country's shirt. Yeah, it, it, it seems
1: mind boggling that, you know, Sergio Aguero, perhaps I would say probably the most lethal striker in club football. I mean, you give him an inch and he'll bang that in the back of the net every right. time really doesn't, you know, perform for the national team and throwing the fact that he's been out of the game for the last two months with a knee injury, you know, he's going to be rusty. Igaim, they're still burning effigies of him in Buenos Aires for all the chances he missed in the 2014 final. So, once again, as we mentioned, the responsibility falls on Messi to produce the goods. And I think, if we look at Lionel Messi, since 2006, he has been a phenom scores goals like they're go- they're going out of fashion. At some point, though, in a career, and you and I have experienced it as well, at some point in a career, you get tired and you just don't have it anymore at that kind of level. And I think, you know, for for, for Messi, teams, teams are well aware of the danger he supplies. They'll close him down. And who else in the Argentinian team is going to step up and say, I'm the man?
0: If this Argentine team, can fire on all cylinders. They are very capable of winning this World Cup. Let me put it to you that way. Um, There's no doubt that if everybody on this team performs to 100% or 95% and it all comes together, they could present a Brazil or a Germany or Spain or France a torrid time, and they could find their way through. But you never know with this team. Uh, They're not like the Brazilians, where you know if they have turmoil in qualifying or they have coaching problems or they have political problems. The team always finds a way to push through uh, argentina not so much nick uh, we're in agreement on that one let's move along to the next one number six on the list of world cup favorites belgium plus 1095 uh, i am they are in the group with england england unsurprisingly surprisingly enough is number seven um i'm not sure nick that i am that much of a fan of this Belgian team they've got some good talent for sure but um I'm not even sure they're going to win this group. In fact, I'm inclined to think England will.
1: Well, the starting eleven for the Belgian team really is mouth-watering. We, we are talking about some of the best players in the world at their respective positions. But the interesting thing for me, and, and and Belgium in particular, has been the mentality. Do they have the nerve? Do they have the bottle to win the big games? And And in the past, the answer has always been no. I saw an article yesterday... Yeah. And the first thing Roberto Martinez, the Belgium national team coach, says is, I think we have, I think, he didn't say we do, I think we have the mentality now to go further. So even he's not sure well, of these Belgians, if they're mentally tough. And, you know, I, I, I hate to be stereotypical, but I've travelled through Belgium. They're pretty strange people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Roberto Martinez, honestly, really, Nick? I mean, this is a manager that seems to get... Uh, these cushy wonderful jobs and 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 never really seems to move beyond mediocrity nick so that's a fa- it's fascinating isn't it uh but you know the problem the belgians had if have is if they come out uh if they come out uh, second in that group they're likely to play uh most likely to play colombia and then if they beat colombia they're going to find uh, they're going to find germany in the quarterfinals that's the problem with this there's some 800-pound gorillas. That at some point in the quarterfinals, if you're having your dream run, you're going to reach. You're going to get stomped on by one of these massive teams.
1: Yes, well, that's uh, that's why it's called the round of eight, and there should be two zeros after that, right? Because they are 800-pound gorillas. Look, the, the the World Cup is is very very simple, Nick. And to all the people listening and, and watching back home, the cream rises to the top, and that's the reason why only six countries have ever won. The World Cup.
0: Right. Yeah. So let's talk let's
1: let's talk about one of the countries that has won the World Cup.
0: Come on, England! Let's go, number seven, the last team we're gonna cover here on our favourites, England. Nick, I like England. I think England are gonna surprise, and I'm gonna tell you why, then I want to hear what how you think they're gonna do. The problem England always have every time a major tournament comes along is the amount of pressure that's put on this team, on on the English national team at home by the press. The pressure can become so heavy that it seriously affects the quality of play on the pitch. And I think if you just look back at the Beckham era, there's no no better indication of how a great team with all sorts of capability can absolutely just be a non-starter because of the amount of pressure and expectation on them. Having said that, Gareth Southgate and this English team have very little pressure on them. The expectations are low. But the excitement is high. And for the first time, Nick, I'm actually feeling really positive vibes coming out for the English team without putting on all this negative pressure. What say you?
1: I like the fact that you use the X phrase, expectations and excitement. Yes, this is honestly, this is the first time in, in in my living memory where we aren't going, we're gonna win the World Cup, and we're gonna be great, and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. It's it's all been very low-key. And after watching the last two friendlies, I am beginning to get a little bit excited. Uh, Marcus Rashford yesterday against yes. Costa Rica yeah. was terrifying, and yes. he, you, you know what he looked like? If you'd put a, if you'd put a blue France jersey on him, you'd say, "Oh wow, this French team's got some fantastic youngsters." Well, you know what? England's got some fantastic youngsters. Dele Alley, yes. Harry Kane's only twenty three. Rashford, Lingard. I mean, we're, we're talking about players that have not gone and played at this level before, other, other than Kane. And all of a sudden, they're on the world stage. And as you mentioned, I think Gareth Southgate, who a vastly experienced manager himself, has deflected all the pressure off them. And they're just going out there. You know, they're going out there to win the World Cup, but they're also going out there to enjoy themselves. And I think and I hope that the fear factor that they so often surround themselves with has gone away. And, and, and one of the key things that Southgate did the other day, and I, I really admire him for this, they had an NFL Super Bowl-style interview party where all 23 players were there and available for the press. They weren't hidden away. There was no ulterior motives. It was just come and talk to us as regular human beings. And Danny Rose exemplified that, and he spoke to the press about, being depressed and going through you know, injury turmoil and family turmoil. And usually that's the kind of stuff that English players hide and, and, right. and contain. Because, and Nick, now- because the
0: FA always tries to hold that stuff down. They try to yeah. cover that stuff up. The FA has never in the past wanted you to scratch beneath the surface of the national team. That's why I think Gareth Southgate's appointment was really quite brilliant. Yeah,
1: yeah I, th- I think he's, he's brought this he 's brought a different mentality, and he 's taken away that siege bunker mentality that we 've had in the past and we, th- we think about the England teams when they 've gone to the World Cup, no you know other other than Baden Baden where the wives are running around they 've always been sequestered away, nobody yeah. knows what 's going on and, and the, the players haven 't really had a chance to enjoy what the World Cup is all about and If we look at the teams that are successful i mean i, I, I can 't help but think back
0: to Germany in, in two
1: thousand and fourteen. They were in a hotel and the fans were mingling with the players two days before the World Cup final.
0: I remember that, yeah. No, there is definitely something to it. You've got to find the fine line, uh, and managers have to do this, and football associations have to do this, between essentially taking... I know these are professional players, but what they make for the national team is a pittance compared to what they make for their club teams. They are doing this for the honour and for for the exposure... And for all of the right reasons, and I think that the uh, managers and uh, FAs need to learn how to how to encourage that side of it, rather than make it seem like these are, you know, they're billion pound professionals and you can't look at them, you can't touch them, yeah. you can't know them. And I, and I think uh, England has learned its lesson over the last 30 years, Nick, very hard lessons. Well, that
1: being, that being said, I still don't think England will win the World Cup.
0: No, However, do
1: should they come and win the World Cup, I will come on the show and kiss you on the lips.
0: That's fine, Nick. I'll kiss you too, but I will <laughs> shave first. I will tell you that. Uh, it's it, unlikely that they're going to win the World Cup. Nick, very quickly, before we uh, before we go, uh, this segment, we only have, uh, I don't know what uh, we have. Uh, oh, less than a minute. Um, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not even going to put this out there. If you want to know about some really good value picks we've got, I'm talking maybe Sweden, maybe England, maybe Senegal, Costa Rica, uh, and I'm going to tell you how there's good value in some of these teams, be sure to go to our website at fifthstreetsports.com. We're going to give you all of these tips. We've got a four-part World Cup preview there. You're going to want to check it out. It's going up starting today in little pieces. So, uh, all right, we're going to step aside, take a break. It is that time. I want to remind everyone to go to our website at fifthstreetsports.com. Um, We will be right back to wrap the show up after this.
4: call the cesi debt helpline right now for a free confidential debt review 800-957-6063
0: 800-957-6063 all right so welcome back to the show fifth street soccer sports byline usa sb nation radio i'm nick geever Great to be with you, with you every Friday from 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern time on this very network. This is about going to do it for the hour. Uh, Just a quick note, a quick thought. As you're looking to put money and place a little bet, sports bet, on the World Cup, I want to just advise you against two things. Uh, Number one is uh, being too emotional, and number two is betting on your emotions. And for me, there's no better indicator of that than the Icelandic national team, a team that flew into the hearts of everyone worldwide with their incredible Euro performance, the elimination of England uh, from the Euros. And also, they really gained a lot of supporters here in the United States. Uh, uh, They've uh, come to play here a number of times, most recently against Mexico. I had the pleasure of spending a week with the Iceland national team and their manager, Jaime Halgrimson, the the dentist. And they are a wonderful group of people, charming, delightful, great athletes, many many of them amateurs, and they are totally dedicated to their team and to their program. And if you want to put your emotional support behind a team, uh, maybe because the United States obviously is not in it and Italy's not in it, if those are teams that you would have supported, uh, put, by all means, there's no better team to put all your emotional support into. However, I would caution you against putting any of your financial support into this team because as I am warning you, you have to separate the emotional from the financial. The Iceland national team as wonderful as the story it is, is going to be a non-starter at the World Cup. Uh, that's just the way it is. You can mark my words. You can put this down. You can call me a liar as we come back. That's just how it is. And this is the sort of great advice you're going to get from us here at Fifth Street Soccer on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. Find us on the web, www.fiststreetsports.com. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Twitter, at Street Sports. And don't forget, folks, if you want a really detailed, in-depth analysis of the World Cup, we're going to give you some great betting options and picks. Uh, go to our website, thisweeksports.com. For me, Nick Eber, and my co-host, Nick Webster, we hope you have a wonderful weekend.